what it's like for you in the game that you try and play to have fans cheering you on out there, they're here cheering you on again, just what that means to your game? Yeah, I just, I've been answering these questions since we stopped having fans. I think I speak for the whole league. If you look around the league, everyone, I think they're, they, they're showing a different appreciation now that we, we have them back and we played without them for so long. I think as a team, um, as an organization throughout the league, you, uh, you realize how much you miss them, how much they have an impact on the game, essentially, with the energy they bring. Wasn't a, wasn't a pretty game. I mean, you guys obviously gave up quite a bit, but you get the win. Is that one of those ones where good teams just find a way to figure it out and, and pull points out of it? Yeah, it definitely wasn't a, one of our best efforts. I think big, big third period by our group. The second period was pretty ugly, but we found a way to win, like you said, and I think good teams find ways to win. In the past years, we would have found ways to lose that game, but tonight we found a way to win. Whenever you can start the, the year 3-0, you know, um, it's a positive step. Now we've got to bring our, that energy and uh, bring it on the road. Zach, uh, coming into training camp, uh, you were critical of your play last season, saying you wanted to be better. You get an assist on Saturday, two goals tonight. Can you just talk about where your confidence level is at after having uh, missed the opening game? Yeah, you never want to miss the home opener, but uh, I think collectively as a line, uh, Ryan folks have, have been great. We, we read off each other great. Um, we're, we're playing a good north game right now. We're playing heavy. We're skating. We're, we're, we're hard, to, hard to handle in the ozone, and I think if we continue that and bring our work ethic, we're going to be a tough line to handle all year. Miko, obviously not an easy, sorry, just back here, uh, not an easy uh, predicament to be in, having to come in halfway through the game. Can you talk about your mindset coming into the game and how you fared overall, how you felt you like you did? Uh, like I told before the season started, I just want to have fun and uh, obviously it's not, not easy going and uh, you don't want to see like the Smitty going down, so but when I went in there, I just wanted to have fun and, and that's that's my mindset. When you are the backup goalie for the night, what's your mindset in warm-up knowing that anything could happen and maybe a situation like today arises and you get called? Uh, obvious, obviously, you don't want anything to happen because it's uh, basically you're sitting on a bench like one and a half hour and then doesn't face any shot in a warm-up. So it's just hope that everything goes well and you have to play. But, you know, sometimes... Bad things happens, and today was one of them. Uh, Zach, Zach, you're known as a guy that's got uh, a big personality and and that sort of thing. There seems to be a real uh, likability factor with the new guys and the old guys and the the mix of this team. Can you speak to that? Yeah, well, I think. <clears throat> We obviously had a lot of new players this year. I think uh, whenever you get out of the gates on a good start, um, 3-0, and I think that just helps your team camaraderie. I think uh, you bring in guys, everyone um, has a defined role that we brought in. They're meshing so well with the team, and everyone gets along, and I think that's very important. Uh, you, you spend every day together, uh, more than your family during the hockey season, so it's important that you like each other and you get along, and I think right now uh, we're obviously getting along really well, but the, the, the play on the ice is reflecting that as well. Zach, how much, I don't know, how much, because you don't see Carolina a lot, that you knew about Fogel's game. It just seems that you guys really mesh off each other quite well, and there's you complement one another, of course, with Derek Ryan, kind of the, the middle guy. But can you just talk about you and Fogel's style and why it's worked so well together, especially in the offensive zone? I think as we play the same game, I think we're very, we're very direct. Well, that's when we're at our best. When we're being direct, we're chipping pucks. But I think the big... 
the big thing with us is when we chip pucks, we can get it back because we have speed and we, we, we can make it tough on D. And I think once we get down there, we have ability to make plays and bring it to the net and create havoc. And I think when you have two guys that do the same on the line, but then you have Ryan that's so smart and cerebral and takes care of us because sometimes we over forward check and do those things. But I think as a line, like I mentioned earlier, um, we just feed off each other really well. And you mentioned the second period was kind of ugly. What didn't you like about it as a group? What were you guys doing this wasn't successful in the second specifically? Uh, we just turned pucks over. They made it hard. you got to give them credit too. But we were, we were a little careless with the puck. We weren't uh, transitioning as fast as we want. Uh, we had some uh, D-zone shifts where uh, we weren't uh, closing them off. We were kind of giving them too much time and space. Obviously, uh, Meeks came in there and held the fort down. We had a chance to regroup. We talked about it and... Uh, we fixed what we needed to fix, and we came out with a win. Hi, Zach. I just wonder if you could uh, speak to this team to, to hit the gas when it needs to. You don't, it's not something you want to rely on, but when you're in a situation where like, hey, we need three, period, three, three, three third-period goals, it's nice that you guys have the guys that can get out and do it. Yeah, I think you never want to put yourself in that situation too much, but it is the NHL. The other team's trying to win too, but I think when you have the star power that – we have, you guys have seen it over and over again, our power play is so dangerous um, that we can win games if, we're, if we figure out how to play on a consistent basis the way we should. And I think that tonight was a perfect example of that. Obviously, our PP was big, but I think in the third period, we came out and we were, we were, we were getting zones. We were playing the right way. And from that, the energy in the crowd and whatnot, and we kind of slowly started to take over the game. So when you're sitting in the room in the second period, are you kind of figuring that you've got this confidence must be pretty high at this point yeah we talked about it as a group I, we, Miko obviously bailed us out there multiple times I think we the majority 99% of our team they played in the league long enough now where we know we're not playing up to our potential and as a team and I think one thing we've done this year is we've held each other accountable and uh, we've been able to fix things on the go and you're going to need that throughout the year Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.